Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Timeless Sands of India. It was written by John Hook, and he is also our game master. This is episode two. Our recap will be given by Morgan Llewellyn as his character, Phoebe Lockhart. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Morgan? The last three months have... And they've been a nightmare. No sleep I've been getting. No sleep with the horrible dreams of colors and the shrill noise. I, I can't rest. Nothing has helped. Drink, drugs, nothing. All I can remember from night after night of cold sweat and restless tossing is a rearing blue elephant, some red text, and a metal-covered book. And just a distinct impression of, of Calcutta. I've, I've never been to Calcutta. I don't know anybody who's ever been to Calcutta, but in desperation, I, I decided to travel there seeking an answer. I, I didn't know what else to do. I, I need sleep. I can't go on like this. But on board the Bakra, the, the ship, the last ship I have to be on before I reach, reach Calcutta, I discovered that several of my fellow travelers have been plagued by the same thing. There's Mr. Crane. He owns, owns, a, owns a tea company, uh, Ramachandran, who... Uh, he recently graduated from Oxford, I think, studying economics. Uh, Mr. Barnes, uh, he was he was ex-assistant to a magistrate of Southern India. Uh, Mr. Hauptmann, a, a German businessman. Um, and Adam Folder. Oh, oh God, poor, poor Adam. He was, he was a kind gentleman. He, he made lovely jewelry. Uh, we, we all remembered the elephant and, and, and the text. Uh, they, they told me that means dreaming pilgrim. <laughs> But uh, only Barnes and, and Ramachandran also remember the book. Uh, Crane remembers traveling through a desert. Uh, Adam remembered a great bronze statue topped with a red gem. And Hauptmann uh, remembers being chased by, by some malicious being or, or animal. Uh, even stranger, we've, we've all been compelled to try to create, to render this, this elephant artistically. Uh, my, my painting is nowhere near as beautiful as my voice. The crane tried using uh, butterfly scales under a microscope. Barnes and Ramachandran sketched and Hauptmann whittled. Uh, none of us came close to capturing that elephant or text as beautifully as Adam did with his pocket watch. And now Adam is dead. He was found with a noose around his neck amid a raging fire below decks. I helped those overcome with the smoke, but I wasn't there for Adam. If only I had sat outside my room smoking like I usually do when I can't sleep. If I hadn't been so focused on myself, maybe I could have stopped him. Uh, he, he was clutching a note that read, Goodbye, cruel world. I, but I couldn't stay after that. Couldn't stomach the autopsy. Especially after his Adam's fingers had to be broken to get that note. Adam was fine. He seemed fine. Why would anyone, especially himself, wish him harm? This is terrible. This is all terrible. It's a nightmare. Why is this happening to us? Why is this happening to me? Oh God, I hope Calcutta has answers. That was fantastic. As you guys try and wake from what little rest you were able to get, I need everyone to make a sanity roll. This is your sleep deprivation roll. Yes. Fail. Ah, our first fail. 
And your second. Ah. And I claim the third. <laughs> third fails mine. This is going to be a difficult day for you, <laughs> for those who have failed. I, I have passed. Oh, excellent. Which comes as something of release of, <laughs> uh, relief after last night's dice rolls. <laughs> oh, man. Phew. So to refresh you on the uh, sleep deprivation uh, mechanic, uh, if you have failed this sanity check, uh, you will have to have a penalty die on all physical and mental skills. And due to the failure, you are going to be required to have a hard success at whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish for that task to be successful. Those who were fortunate enough to have a successful sanity roll, you still have a penalty die due to the sleep deprivation, but you only need a normal success to be uh, successful at whatever it is that you're attempting. Okay. So keep that in mind for this day. We'll roll again each morning. And speaking of morning, this is the first morning after Adam's uh, untimely suicide and, and the fire in the hole. This is also the last full day at sea for you are, about, you are scheduled to arrive at Calcutta uh, Dock. Uh, it's a Kittipur, Kittipur port tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. So this is your final day at sea. Thank God. What do you do? Well, it's morning. I'm going to go for, for some light breakfast. As you head out of your cabin, uh, the way the ship is designed, you actually kind of have to exit and go onto the open deck to move around where you can uh, dine. And you notice uh, that since the fire, uh, now that uh, the day has come up, uh, the uh, the lieutenant in charge of the billeted uh, soldiers, uh, he's posted guards. There are now uh, there's a, there's an obvious and visual armed uh, soldier presence uh, across the ship, um, mainly just to keep peace. You know, since there was some sort of fire and, and then a death involved, so the soldiers are are on high alert. Uh, is anyone else uh, going to go for breakfast? I'll stretch my legs and meet uh, Crane for breakfast. Yes, uh, you know, rolls and coffee at least. Uh, uh, I, 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 I'm not hungry. I'm just out smoking, uh, watching the water. I, 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 I can't start the day without my kedgeri. All right. Those who go to the dining hall, uh, you do see one table open. Uh, there's another table that has a couple of uh, uh, ship hands. Uh, they're also just now waking up. Um, they seem to be of uh, sleeping quite well, other than having to, to fight the fire and, and all the commotion from the previous night. Uh, as you come into the dining hall and there's that one open table, uh, the, the steward uh, really doesn't even uh, inquire what you want. He just uh, drops a tray with uh, some uh, tea. Sure, we'll call it tea, but it looks like swill. But uh, he places that on the table and, uh, and uh, comes back with a, a basket of, of bread. Could you, could you bring me a, a pot of hot water? 
not not tea, just hot water. Boiling, please. He seems he silently stands there for a moment, raises his eyebrows, and turns to go into the kitchen. Thank you. Bernard. Yes. <laughs> God. Funny. Tastes horrible. Yes, I've I've got a a, a a pot of I've got my secret stash. Oh thank God. Stuff Why, that was there was some business last night, wasn't it? Dear God, yes. Poor poor Adam. I still don't think that they that he killed himself. I hope they get the blighter. I have no idea what to make of that. Oh. Did everybody else say gotcha. they were coming except for Phoebe? Is that correct? I am, yes. Ah, Gentlemen, good morning. Uh, hello, Rhino. Good morning. It's the same dreams, I assume? Yeah, very similar. Mr. Ramachandran, how are you this morning? Um, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm perfectly all right, thank you. I, I um, yes, yes, um, it's quite all right. We're all having difficulties sleeping. I can barely keep my eyes open. Well, it, it, it's just I've I've, I've 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 never seen a dead body before. Mm. It, it it came as something of a shock. So you weren't in the war. Um. Well, no, I was. Um. I I, I was at, I was at university. I see. I I, I came back for a little while to help my father with with his work, and then and then and then resumed my my studies again later. It's very uh, it's very difficult at the beginning, um, but I assure you, if you are sufficiently misfortunate, you grow used to such things. But it does make one think how fragile the life of a man is. He just did not seem to me the type that would commit a suicide, but I suppose everyone says that. Yeah, uh, considering sure. that he was on his way to uncover the mystery of the blue elephant, and yet he could not continue on to Calcutta when we are so close. <laughs> and when he had learned that there were others who shared his nightmare, it seemed to offer him a little reprieve, uh, uh, Indeed. just knowing there are others in his predicament. <coughs> it has for me. I'm grateful for you all. Certainly he's a man with some skills, too, with his artistic talent in sculpting that, uh, that manufacturing that watch. It's uh, quite, quite skillful, quite beautiful. So if this wasn't a suicide... Then someone aboard the ship murdered him. And that means we might all have an enemy. A shared enemy. If it's the blue elephant or the dream pilgrim that is the reason he was killed, if he was killed. Well, we don't really know the man. He could have dealings that we don't have a clue about. He might be involved with someone or could be he didn't a thousand mention, things. He didn't seem like he thought he was in danger with someone following him on the ship, did he? Did he speak to any of you of this, such a thing? No, none at all. Quite a well, well, Mr. Crane, you make a good point. A jeweler has the opportunity to uh, create enemies, potentially. I mean, there are significant financial 
relationships, I suppose. Perhaps business wasn't going well and he had uh, uh, embezzled some money. Who knows? I mean, we know nothing about the man. But to have come all this way and, and, and then to have ended his life in, in, in such circumstances on a ship seems curious. Just, the other thing is it doesn't seem like a robbery. Now, if, if some rotten plighter of a, of a sailor decided he wanted some of this jewelry and just murdered him, why make it look like a ridiculous suicide? Why not just toss his body over the, the rail in the middle of the night? Well, and to be both hanged and burnt, and the danger of starting a fire on a vessel. Well, I didn't go down there. When you were down there, did it seem as if the fire had been purposefully started, or could it have been an accident? There, there was the, uh, the canister of fuel, which looked like it started it. It did look like it was on purpose. It like it had been opened and, and poured about? It did look like such. Have any of you been to his room? No, I, I'm not no. sure that that's appropriate, but perhaps we should have a, a bit of a peek. I he wonder who would be responsible for his papers and whatnot. I'm not thinking that it's, it's a slight exaggeration, but we were the closest friends he had aboard the ship. What the reason I mentioned the room is if there was someone after him, maybe they rifled through his room and his possessions. Oh, indeed. And if, it, if his room is rifled through, then perhaps we, we have a culprit on board with nefarious uh, purpose. And if not, then we have somebody who brought a vendetta from the mainland that wasn't interested in his goods or his services, just killing him. Or again, he, may, he might have taken his own life. I have had some very dire thoughts myself in these sleepless weeks. And his hand was so tightly clutched around that goodbye cruel world. Even in death, he did not relinquish it. Just, but yes, seeing his things might tell us something. Seems a rather cliche thing to say as well. Goodbye, cruel world. There was nothing to indicate that he felt the world was, world was cruel. Did any of us get a good look? Maybe at his writing, his handwriting? That's a very good idea. My goodness, where's... Have any of you seen Phoebe this morning? Oh, she rather took it rather hard. I, I had a smoke with her afterwards. She seemed quite unnerved by the whole business. She wanted to pluck in and help, but uh, women can be a little delicate in those matters. Even myself, I was rather not so predisposed to uh, seeing the victim. One has to sleep at night. Huh. Iron, ironic that I would say that, isn't it? <laughs> we can hope she's having a late morning. Perhaps we should go check on her. And as you guys are uh, discussing that, uh, Phoebe is out on the uh, rail overlooking the ocean, 
and um, a tall uh, officer uh, approaches Phoebe, uh, and uh, he uh, he walks up and and kind of indicates the railing area next to you and says, um, "Is this spot taken?" Oh, no, no, please. Uh, would you like a cigarette? Oh, very good. Thank you. Uh, and he he produces a lighter for you and accepts your cigarette and lights both of them for you. And uh, he then introduced himself, uh, Captain Anthony Gerling, at your service. Anthony Gerling, did I hear that right? Yes, Anthony Gerling. Well, Anthony, um, Good to have a bit of company. It's a beautiful morning, isn't it? It is indeed. With a, if I must say, if I may say, uh, a beautiful young woman. What brings you to uh, to this part of the world? Why oh, are you just... traveling to Calcutta? Oh, I don't know. I just, <laughs> you know, I I get caught up in winds sometimes. Whims, and uh, sometimes I just can't seem to control myself. Just this time felt like Calcutta. Something about Calcutta. Couldn't resist. <laughs> what an adventuresome lass. <laughs> Some might say that. So very you've brave never been your... to Calcutta. Oh, I've, I've never been to, to Calcutta, but I have to uh, uh, thank you and, you and your men uh, for being so brave with that fire last night. Otherwise, I might never have lived to see it. And he seems to stand a little taller. <laughs> This is the sort of thing that uh, the British Army is trained for. We do our duty. Well, it's a good thing. Uh, lucky, I guess, if you want to look at it that way, to be on, be on the same ship as all of you. Yes, indeed. I'm sure luck had quite a bit to play with it. Tell me, have you been to Calcutta before, Anthony? Ah, many times, many times. If you find that you have time, I would love to show you the city. Oh, that would be... Well, that would be swell. That's amazing. Well, I must be uh, uh, on my way, checking them in, don't you know? But oh, uh, Yes, yes, of course. Somebody's got to keep those boys in line. Yes, you let me know if anyone is uh, uh, becomes bothersome. I shall oh, take care of it myself. Yes, if anybody bothers me, you'll you'll be the first to know, Anthony. And he takes your hand and and gives it uh, an almost uh, effortless kiss. You can even you just barely feel his lips mm -hmm. touch your fingers, and and then he he kind of snaps to and and uh, marches off. And then I believe a uh, crowd of gentlemen are on their way. Oh, there she is over there. Miss Lockhart. Oh, uh, gentlemen. How are you this morning? We're better than we were last night, but uh, how are <laughs> I wish you this I could, morning? Wish I could say the same. I've never, I've never felt this this tired in my whole life. It was quite a shock as well last night. Yes, indeed. Now, we were, we don't want to upset you, but we were 
seriously thinking that uh, the, the concept of suicide in this case just doesn't seem to add up. And I was wondering what your opinion would be. I mean, it's hard to, uh, hard to know somebody so well after just <laughs> spending a few hours walking around a, a ship, but, uh, uh, Particularly, we're thinking no, of that I, that ridiculous note. Goodbye, uh, cruel goodbye, world. Cruel. He certainly did not seem like he thought the world was a cruel world. No, and I I think there would be more of a. <sighs> the muse was with him so well with that. With that gorgeous pocket watch. I think he would find something more poetic to say. Indeed. <sighs> but. but <laughs> Who would kill him out here? In, in a way that would, I mean, with the fire, it's so reckless. They would probably, if, <laughs> if we hadn't managed to put it out, they would kill themselves as well. The fire. John, do I recall that the watch is not on his person? You do recall the, the watch is missing. So it was it was a uh, pocket watch with a waistcoat chain, and the watch and chain are gone. But the charred waistcoat was still on his body. Say that again. The charred waist waistcoat was still on his. He was still wearing it. Yes, he had the waistcoat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Phoebe, we were thinking about uh, whether we would take the liberty of. Um, seeing if we could peer at Adam's uh, things. Um, for one thing, if we find that there's, perhaps there's a longer note there that explains what he did, if he did, or perhaps we'll find the watch there. And if we don't find the watch there, then I think we have to assume that he did not choose to end his own life and that there's something very dangerous on this vessel. Well. That that seems that seems that seems good. Yes, let's yes, let's do that. You know, it also seems to me like if we bring this to the captain's point, uh, the captain's table, we should be able to figure out who did it. I mean, it's probably not going to be a member of the regular crew that the captain is well aware of. It's not going to be um, one of the ca the soldiers uh, that uh, that the uh, the major or whatever he is uh, knows well. Uh, it would have to probably be a member of the crew that is new and unseasoned that seems to have just joined the crew recently. Somebody untrustworthy. Or someone from Mr. Fuller's original locality. Yeah, so presumably, uh, he would have told us if he knew someone on board. Of course, there's the other well, possibility that it's one of us. Well, on that level, Herbal now soul. I think we should uh, we should check his things before jumping to any conclusions, Mr. Crane. Yes, and I'll flick my cigarette off into the water. Really? There should be some, some evidence as to what he was up to or got involved in. Maybe we could see a sampling of his writing as well yes. in, uh, in his Prepare room. The writing. 
Yes, yeah. well, we can we can sit around and, and chat all morning about how we'll look through this uh, dead man's things, but let's just get it over with, shall we? Sure. You know where he was staying, don't you? I do. All right. Okay, you guys make it over into the area where uh, the passengers are. Uh, in fact, it's the same hallway that your, uh, you know, cabins, and that's a very uh, generous use of that term. Uh, these are really, uh, uh, we would think of them as like closets almost, right? And uh, so they're very narrow. Uh, there's not a lot of room. Uh, the, uh, the bed is a cot that folds down from the wall uh, during the day. It was it's easier to just fold it back up against the wall, and then you've got some room for a, a small built-in wall. Um, very very tiny, uh, and they're they're up against uh, uh, one wall. So there's a there's a porthole uh, for each of these cabins along the the, the outer wall of the ship that they are uh, located. Uh, so you get to the door that was, uh, Adams and, uh, and it's unlocked as I assume everyone's are, unless you just choose to lock them. No, this, this, this is it. This is the one. Well, let's, uh, take a look. Okay. This will only hold a maximum of two people at any one time. Everyone else will have to be in the hallway. Uh, who would like to go in? No, I'll, I'll I'll go in first. Okay, Phoebe, and or is uh, it Phoebe only? I I I will go in as well. I was I'm the one who broke his fingers. Yes. All right. Uh, so uh, Phoebe and uh, Herr Hauptmann uh, they enter into uh, Adam's cabin, and it's a wreck. Uh, the bedding is all twisted about, and. Uh, Looks like any of the uh, the personal items that he had uh, set on the small desk have all been uh, shoved over to one side, uh, but there is one book uh, and one pen um, centered on the on the desk, um, and in uh, all of uh, uh, Adam's luggage is uh, open and spilled onto the floor. This this is. Uh... <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. I want to pick up the book. Is there a page torn out of it? Um, there no is book. a page torn out of it. Um, and the book is, uh, it's a journal. It's a personal journal. And uh, one of the uh, blank pages towards the end have been torn out. Oh, well, I, uh, do, you, do you still have his note, Reiner? Uh, give me a luck roll on that. Yeah, what's good? Luck might be the only thing that's not affected. I would have said, yeah. Lack of sleep. Absolutely. Luck is unaffected. 28 is a, at, at least a success, if not a hard success. But Great. Yeah. It's your choice. Uh, you can either have it with you or you may, by design, have left it with uh, Dr. Snow. I'll let you choose. Oh, Dr. Snow. No, I'll have it. Okay. You have it. Yes. You have it, and you know you can you can uh, after you unfold it and kind of smooth it out, you can butt up the torn edge of the paper to the spot where the paper was torn uh, out from the huh? book, and it is a match. And the handwriting. The handwriting. I there's no role necessary for this, 
Um, as you can see in the personal journal, uh, there is very uh, neat and uh, very precise uh, handwriting. Uh, nothing short of what you would expect from uh, an individual who makes his living with uh, uh, very precise and fine details of art in his jewelry making. Um, and that handwriting from the journal uh, is in stark contrast to the uh, uh, scrawl that is the uh, suicide note saying uh, goodbye, cruel world. Yeah, and Phoebe, we thought that it was perhaps he was in distress, but between the situation of this room and uh, this handwriting, I don't think this is the same man. Uh, how is it ink for ink? Is it blue and black or is it? It looks like the ink is the same color, uh, which also matches the pen that's right there on the table. Okay. So and, everything's black. And if we go flip through the last entries of his, of his journal, Yes. See, uh, see what he has. Uh, see what he has to say. I'm going to look for. Uh, I recall, right? We have that. We have most of our luggage stored elsewhere, but we probably had like a valise and a change of clothes in our little berths. Yep. Yep. So think of it uh, in today's world. If it was a small enough bag to carry onto an airplane, that's what you have with you. If it's anything that you would have like checked onto an airplane in today's world, that is in the cargo hold of the ship. Okay. So, just and there's a limited space. Is there anything like a lockbox, or is it just like one suitcase that's been torn open and had things strewn around? Yeah, it's just one valise that's been uh, uh, up and out. All right. So I'm yeah I'm uh, I, I'm I'm gonna you know delicately within reason look through his scattered belongings. Okay. I'd like uh, I mean yeah go ahead. Yeah, give me a spot hidden to look through. Phoebe, uh, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm just I'm I'm reading through the last uh, just the, the last entries. Last last few entries. Okay. Yeah, the the last few entries. Uh, so this won't require a roll. Uh, so the last few entries. Um, uh, it, it almost feels as if it's your own thoughts. Uh, so Adam was writing things like, uh, you know, the nightmares are never ending. Um, I'm uh, hopefully Calcutta will bring a release. You know, I, I, you know, Calcutta, Calcutta, something's taking me there to Calcutta. And what is that, that bronze statue with the red gem? I, I have to know what this is. It's, it's maddening, but uh, you know, there has, there's something, something will help release me in Calcutta. Those are the kind of notes that you see in uh, the final entries of the journal. Yeah, he's, he seemed, seemed hopeful like the rest of us that Calcutta has something. It doesn't, didn't seem like he was given up. How did your search go, Mr. Hopman? Uh, uh, failure die failure. Ah. Uh, 37 yeah, and 67. Uh, I can't see anything. Yeah, you know, uh, as you're, you know, bending over and 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 uh, searching through the uh, the clothing and the and the refuse that's been, you know, tossed around, um, it's just you're starting to feel like a little nausea and just getting sick. It's just the the headaches and the 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 sleep deprivation. It's just too much, and 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 now you're kind of starting to feel a little claustrophobic in here. Yeah, I imagine it's really hot too. In these super hot. 
Yeah. Uh, Phoebe, I think we should keep uh, that book. I uh, need to step out. Perhaps someone else will notice something. Um, so while uh, Phoebe and, and Mr. Hopman are in the cabin, so that uh, is going to mean by process of elimination, Mr. Uh, Major Barnes and uh, Mr. Ramachandran, uh, you guys are in the hallway. Um, for a group luck roll between the three of you, I need the individual who has the lowest luck at this moment. Um, so compare lucks with each other and who has the lowest, please. I'm at 60. 60. Two 60s, I think? 50. Oh, a 50? Anybody lower than 50? Nope, 51 here. 50 wins. You have the honor of making a luck roll for the uh, folks in the hallway. It landed in the hole of the paper, so it didn't quite go. <laughs> it landed up pointing up. I got a nine. Oh, sorry. So super lucky. Um, the hallway is empty. No one has uh, come by. <laughs> you know, you can hear uh, some uh, crew moving around, uh, but they haven't come into this hallway. And we're listening to what's going on in the room. Yeah, you guys, this, there's no, it's right. so small. You guys are right there. You are receiving information and sharing with those folks. I, I'm thinking that what we should do now is we should get the, uh, the captain of the ship and uh, the head of the military group down below together and tell them what we think and why. Uh, because somebody on the ship is a murderer. That does not sound like a bad idea. And I'd right. personally like to see the man hung. Never seen a hanging. Hanged? <laughs> Hanged. Hanged. Uh, okay. Uh, so... Uh... <laughs> So tell me again, what what is it that you're doing? Are are you going right now to the captain, no, or no, what's we're going on? Waiting for them to finish in the room. Okay, um, uh, Mr. Hopman, Phoebe, have, is there anything else that you need? I have finished already. I have gone out and yeah, uh, mopping my brow and say, "Have a look. Someone has been here for certain." Interesting. I did not find the watch. Uh, well. I'm sorry. I, I can confirm you did not find the watch. Well, I was just saying, Mr. Hoffman, that, uh, that I think that we should uh, go to the captain, go to the military captain and to the ship's captain and tell them that they have a murderer on board the ship somewhere. I think I, I, I am uh, broadly in agreement with you, of course. I think we might not make too great a spectacle of ourselves, though, because I would rather not alert the murderer to our persons before we tell the authorities that they're oh, correct, innocent. yes. That's why so I say we, just get them together alone. Right. Well, we can't run through the hall saying, where's the captain? Where's the head lieutenant or whatever? We have I to imagine be they should be fairly easy to find, but... Well, but will they, I mean, I don't know that they are uh, eager to speak to every 
passenger. I think I simply mean we should go through channels. Perhaps we talk to the captain of the ship first, and then go with what he recommends. Oh, are you are you talking about um, Captain Gerling? Oh, uh, is that his name? No, uh, he's he's the captain of the uh, the soldiers that are that are here. Ah, that kind of I, I, I haven't the met the, the ship's. Ship. I haven't met the ship's captain. Uh, and I would think that the group of officers, this lodge, would be uh, governed by a higher authority than a mere captain. So maybe I don't know how. Is, they... is it is it is it a company? That's if it's on the just ship? a company, a captain. Yeah, it would be a captain if it's a company. Uh, yeah, Phoebe knows that's way that's more about the military than I do. I, that's just me as a, I was just asking as a player if, like, if it was. Oh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was said last time if it was a company of British soldiers. Then I'm looking for a lieutenant. It would yeah. be a captain as the yeah. highest. Lieutenants usually run Report. a platoon and a captain of the company. That is true. Well, let's. Are we done here? Let's go. Again, I would like someone else to look and see if there's anything in the room before. My pleasure. Because, you know, but, yeah, please, please have a look around. I couldn't see anything. Without being destructive, uh, I give it a, a good, thorough uh, look. Okay. Use your uh, penalty die due to sleep deprivation, but go ahead and make a, uh, your spot hidden roll. Make sure right. you check out of his pillow. 65 is the worst of the two, and spot hidden is 40. Fail. Okay. And, and you were one of the ones who failed your uh, uh, sleep deprivation, so you're looking for hard successes. Yeah. Is that right? Oh, me. I, I, I slept well. or I, I As best as you could? Yeah, okay, so you were one of the successes. Okay. No, I was. Oh, so even my good roll wasn't good enough. <laughs> now that you remind me. All right. Uh, so yeah, you go in there. You kind of look around, and and yeah, it's it's just personal effects. Ah. You know, so you, it, nothing leaps out at you. I'm not seeing anything. Well, let's go Train? speak to the captain. That's probably the best course of action. Good okay. idea. And and okay. you. Have Fuller's uh, journal with you, or no? Yes, we should bring that. I advised Phoebe to keep it, yeah. Okay. And That's I'm, what I thought I heard. I just want to make sure. And I'm talking about the, the ship's captain. He's sure. The, he's the authority on this ship. At the moment, sure, sure. So. All right. Uh, so uh, the captain is, uh, you know, he spends most of his time up on the bridge. Mm -hmm. uh, so you guys want to head out to the uh, to the bridge? Um, perhaps we should uh, get into a room and then somebody go get him and tell him that we have an urgent matter. Well, again, I, I uh, likewise, I think a little bit of um, subterfuge is wise when we have an unknown killer or more than one killer aboard the vessel. Indeed. Um, I wonder, uh, Major Barnes, perhaps you will be most likely to be received by a ship captain? Yeah. You're familiar with the location and a military man. So if we, yeah, if we find ourselves a comfortable place on deck in the shade, 
and you can speak to him for us and perhaps bring us to him or the other way around without telling everyone on board. That might be a wonderful, I, I like that idea. Um, Crane, anybody like? on board the ship would be uh, the bad guy, the, the murderer. As you said, Mr. Crane, even one of us. Yes. A little bit of the Agatha Christie story in me. I'd like one of you to come with me. To uh, it, That would seem not too uh, menacing, just a, a couple strolling and going on. It's Lockhart. Yes, I, I'll go with you, Major Barnes. My pleasure. All, All right. Sure. So you guys head up to the bridge to meet the captain? Yes. The captain of the Bancora? Yes. All right. Uh, so you get up to uh, the bridge uh, and, you know, there's uh, crew personnel uh, moving about doing, you know, regular shipboard duties. Uh, and so uh, you can see the bridge and uh, this, uh, this room has uh, lots of glass, you know, so, so there's uh, tons of visibility. Um, and so you guys can see, um, there's three gentlemen inside the, uh, the bridge compartment. Um, and, uh, uh, two of them are Indian. One is, uh, is white, most likely English. And, uh, the, the door there has a big window in it as well. Uh, the door is closed. So do you want to just walk in, knock? I, I'm not sure what you want, what your approach is. Oh, go, go up and, uh, do a, uh, uh, brisk knock respecting their uh i don't want to barge in on them so little okay uh so as you knock the uh the the white gentleman is is huge this guy is big um and uh, he kind of turns and he he points with his head towards the door and uh one of the uh, other fellows uh one of the indian uh gentlemen opens the door and opens it for you guys to uh, to enter and the very large uh man uh picks up a, a dark blue hat that's got the like captain's uh rank on it he kind of squares it onto his head and uh, and this guy like i said he is he is huge he's a he's a built like a brick crap house and he's his hands are are just you know stained with the uh, uh oil and filth you know he, he looks like he he's would be more at home in the engine room uh but clearly he's capturing the vessel and uh and so he looks at you and says uh yes uh, uh what can i do for you oh captain it's my pleasure um we were hoping uh, there were some of us that had a matter of some importance to, to uh, review briefly with you, if you had a moment this afternoon at all. We'd keep it very brief, but we wanted to bring it to your attention. Um, would you have a couple minutes to spare just to meet uh, with some of the passengers? And, uh, you know, he kind of, he seems a bit caught off guard like no one ever no one's ever asked to talk to him before and uh so he kind of looks down and uh, he looks at one of his mates and and says you got this and the guy just kind of nods and he goes uh sure what can i help you with oh thank you so much we are trying to uh if um would 
you kindly just step outside or just for a moment so we could have a brief chat? Uh, sure. And he, he gestures with uh, one of his giant hands and he gestures uh, towards the door and he says, uh, after you, please. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Major Barnes, by the way, retired. Oh, and this, this giant hand comes and envelops yours and he says, uh, Edward McLean, pleased to meet you. It's a pleasure, Captain. All right, so step outside and around the corner where these, the gentlemen are, are here. Oh, okay, so everyone came up to the bridge, or I thought no. everyone else was at a room. You and Phoebe came up, right? right. Yeah. And, and the captain sees Phoebe as well, and he goes, Miss, and he kind of, you know, this, oh, his so. hand dwarfs his hat, and he just kind of touches it lightly. Miss? And at the same time that that was going on, uh, I suppose I would go and see if I can get a hold of Captain Gerling and bring him to the same meeting. Okay. Uh, are you going by yourself? Anybody going with you? Well, it's not necessary for anybody to come. Somebody should be here when they get here. Okay. Uh, all right. So you go, and uh, and Gerling is uh, fairly easy to find. Uh, so uh, you can see Captain Gerling. Uh, there is a lieutenant standing with him, and uh, they're, they, they're smoking by uh, one of the railings, kind of overlooking the ocean, as they're having a, a small private conversation, kind of, uh, chit-chatting and, and you know not giggling but having you know low uh, mm -hmm. laughter amongst themselves uh pardon me uh captain girling is it uh yes it is uh how may i help you um a number of the passengers uh would like to have a private word with you if that's possible um uh concerning something i'd rather not discuss openly uh there are a number of us, uh, including Miss uh, Lockhart, who you met last night or this morning. Well, um, I, I couldn't, couldn't turn down an, an invitation if uh, Miss Lockhart was uh, inquiring. Right, right. Uh, and then he turns to the lieutenant. He says, you have this, yes? And then the lieutenant was like, yes, I've got it. So he says, well, all right then. So if you was accompanied me, then I'll take you there. All right, and he follows. All right, so we've all converged. Okay. Uh, and where are y'all meeting? Uh, the dining hall is large enough to hold everyone. We want some place where there's not going to be people overhearing us, though. Yeah, I thought I I suggested we look for a shady spot of the deck because you yeah, can't hear towards, anything next to the towards water. Towards the back of the deck, yeah. Yeah, the, maybe the clo closer to the bridge might be good because that's generally where just the crew is. Well, then again, that might not be good. Uh, mm -hmm. You could do either extreme of the boat. So you could either go uh, all the way fore or all the way aft uh, and probably have as much uh, privacy as possible that way. Well, the, 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 the fore of the ship uh, is going to be less smoky. That is true. It'll, it'll also be closer to the bridge, and we don't want to detain the captain too much away from his, his duties of running the ship. So that's that also be, true. Be, be considered for him. All right. So we're all meeting up in the front. Okay. Uh, so you guys have this impromptu meeting at the, uh, at the bow of the ship, uh, and uh, Captain 
him standing there and and uh sees uh captain girling approach and they nod towards each other clearly they've already uh had an introduction between each other and uh mclean uh stands there and he kind of puts his hands on his hips and he says well what's this all about uh it's it's a it's about Adam Fuller, uh, the, the the man who uh, who died last night. Yes, yes, the suicide. Uh, well, we're we're not quite sure that 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 it, that it was a suicide. Um, we have strong evidence to indicate that it was not a suicide; that he was in fact murdered and robbed, and then uh, the murder covered up with uh, by lighting the ship on fire. And so in his hands he says well hold on now dr snow assured me that uh, this was a suicide has he come with up, up with new evidence and where is snow well we didn't invite him that's a very interesting question where is mr snow or dr snow have you seen him does he have regular duties i would say so he's normally in the infirmary now we were familiar uh, with uh, what's his name, Mr. Fuller. Yeah, we, were, we were familiar with Mr. Fuller. He was not the suicidal type. He had quite a lot of things. In fact, we were all on a kind of a, a trip together to Calcutta to solve a, a mystery. Um, we know that he had a very expensive pocket watch, which is now missing, and uh, his room has been rifled. Also, the uh, text on the suicide note does not match his handwriting in any way um, and there's nothing to indicate in, in any of his personal effects that he had any difficulties or dealings with criminals or, or anything like that. So we suspect that somebody aboard the ship is a murderer. And uh, with all respect, captains, uh, I recognize that this is not sufficient uh, proof for a court of law but if we do have someone who is willing to hang a man and set the ship on fire it's uh, it's urgent i would think that we be cognizant of that possibility before we get into calcutta and he gets away for good also if someone usually who would hang themselves would just hang themselves having a fire then set to potentially cover up anything else seems suspicious so mclean uh he's been listening and uh before i weigh judgment it sounds like you guys are trying to persuade captain mclean that there's something a foul afoot so um, I need someone to elect themselves to be the waiter, even though it does sound like it was uh, Mr. Crane doing most of the talking. Here's how I'm going to run this. Uh, yes, you guys have uh, uh, these penalty dice due to sleep deprivation, but anytime a second person kind of assists and kind of helps out, those are opportunities to have bonus dice Added. So I'm going to say in this particular case, because so many people are kind of helping and you're all trying to work as a team to convey a unified message, I'm going to eliminate the uh, penalty die 
for this uh, persuade roll, but I won't uh, award any bonus dice. So um, I'd like to have uh, Mr. Crane do a persuade with a normal, uh, normal success. I got to 23 out of 75. You may tick that skill, good sir. You are quite it's, persuasive. Quite indeed. persuasive. Uh, to the, go ahead. I just said logic. Uh, of course. Absolutely. Uh, Plane, uh, you know, is, is truly uh, absorbing this information. And, and he eventually puts his hands up and he says, uh, before we go any further and start uh, accusing anyone of murder, and uh, let me say... I have been sailing with my crew for quite some time. I find it very hard to believe that uh, anyone of my crew could be a murderer. Um, I want to hear what the, uh, what the doctor has to say. And, uh, you know, if, if, uh, if, if this is something that needs to be investigated, how should we go about doing this? And then that's when uh, Captain Gerling says, well, uh, if I may, this sounds like something that uh, the the military should uh, start uh, a thorough investigation. Don't you believe? Well, yes, I believe that... Uh, That's why we brought you both here. Yes, Anthony, or should I say uh, Captain Gerling, uh, I believe you will be more than capable of of taking care of this. And again, he seems to be taller now. And uh, and so and uh, uh, McLean kind of you know shakes his head and says, "Somebody go get uh, Snow." What's his input on this? I, I'll 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 go fetch him. Don't 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 worry, Captain. We're so sorry to take up so much of your time. I'll go to find him. I've been to the infirmary. Okay. Uh, so Phoebe, you take off for the infirmary. No. No. Yes. yes, I do. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I, I, heard, I, I went I to unmute myself and I actually went, it, went full screen instead of unmute. Anyway, yes, <laughs> I'm going. Fantastic. Uh, so yeah, you make your way to the infirmary and uh, uh, Doctor Snow is in there, and uh, there's you know a, a couple of the uh, soldiers um, are kind of you know green around the gills and. Uh, uh, snow is you know passing out some some uh, pills to them and and then they you know hike it back to, to wherever it is that they belong and as uh, as you come in um uh oh kind of wipes his hands off on 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 his uh coat and says uh uh hello uh, uh it's phoebe yes uh, how can uh, yes, i help yes um uh captain mclean would like uh you to you to come with me to the, to the front of the ship, um, having a having a bit of meeting of about a about a Adam Fuller, um, <sighs> and he yeah. would he would like like your input. So if you if you would please please come. Okay, and uh, and he follows you back to the bow of the ship. Uh, so once you guys get back together, uh, and you you update. Uh, Dr. Snow on, on your theory, Snow, uh, you know, puts his hands up and he says, I don't know if I buy this. Uh, look, 
I did a uh, uh, an autopsy. Uh, granted, it was uh, rather crude and difficult to do under these conditions, but I was able to see that his lungs were clear. Uh, the gentleman hung himself. He he died of uh, of asphyxiation uh, before the fire. Uh, uh, ravaged his body. Um, there's the oh. suicide note. I, the man committed suicide. I, I I've already uh, written up my my report. Uh, may I ask you a question, Doctor? You've just asserted that the man died of asphyxiation before the fire was started. I said before the fire killed him. He died of, of asphyxiation before the fire ravaged his body. I don't know if the fire was started uh, uh, later or not. I, you know, that's impossible to tell. But clearly he was both burned and hung. And I can say through science that it was the hanging that killed him. Yes, but can you tell us if he hung himself or if somebody hung him up? You can't tell that, can you? Any, any struggle, perhaps? Any bruises on his arms where he fought off an attacker? His room is a shambles. There was obviously a struggle in there. We are on a ship. It tosses. It turns. Yes, Overall well, time out here. Dr. Stowe, I appreciate that you have uh, a professional reputation involved, but we have both the diary that he kept in his room with this handwriting and the page from the diary that matches it. And this is not the same writing. Any, anyone can tell. He was an engraver. He was a man of meticulous detail. And this- uh, He was clearly a man driven to suicide. I'm sure it was through the through the the, the duress of, of of depression that made his handwriting so crazy, and he and he looks to McLean. He goes, Captain, this is unheard of. Now I have already declared this uh, suicide. What what are you going to do? Does he seem um, nervous or like he's trying to hide something? I've got a give me a psychology. Uh, uh, this will you will need to do your uh, penalty die for this. No, oh, complete massive failure. Very difficult to take. Yeah, you know, your right, own well, sleep deprivation is is got you riding on your last nerves as well. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start uh, walking off, and I'm like, well, suicide maybe, but if there is somebody out to to menace the people on the ship, I'm sure that uh, Captain Girling here will do a, an excellent job at protecting us, and I'll give him a smile and kind of touch. Girling's arm, um, and then walk off. Look, uh, we're not. Ding! The, ca the Captain Girling says, Right, yo, let's get this started. And he just walks off to go and get his men uh, engaged in a, uh, in a search party. So, and yes, Cap, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your, for your services. Dr. Snow, um, your, your medical expertise is, is invaluable to, to Well, I don't think any of us are, are disputing that the hanging and the burning did him in. 
but the reasons the evidence is what we're disputing yeah a tossing and turning well, ship we we, would, we, we uh, shouldn't give we shouldn't give the doctor too hard of a time you know it's all very this is all very recent all very very uh, i guess scary uh, so, sorry ex excuse me and i am i am gonna leave yes i think that we should leave it in the captain's hands they're they're the authorities we're merely um concerned citizens yeah reporting our observations and uh with that, uh, Captain McLean puts a hand on Snow's shoulder and says, everything's going to be fine. Uh, don't worry about your report. I'll stand behind whatever uh, your report says, but I think it's important that uh, we follow up on this just to be on the safe side. And, uh, and that seems to, to ease Snow. And he says, all right, Captain. And, uh, and so he turns away and, and heads back off for his uh, infirmary. So uh, Gerling is uh, organizing his uh, soldiers into groups of four, and they're going to begin uh, uh, doing room-by-room -room search of the ship. Um, but they're not sure what they're looking for. Does anybody want to help guide them, or what's going on? The yes, only we'll thing we know... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yes, precisely. The one thing we know that we saw on, I presume, the victim's body that he had at dinner and did not have when we found him was a, an ornate pocket watch. Is it lunchtime already? An ornate pocket watch that had an engraving of uh, an, a, a rearing elephant tinted blue and uh, on the inside uh, uh, writing in Sanskrit so it's a very unmistakable piece and someone has it all right so uh, Hopman says or Hopman <laughs> you're Hopman uh, uh, Captain uh, Gerling uh, takes that information and he says all right Pocket watch with a blue tight. Shouldn't be too hard. And, uh, and so you can see as he's got all of his men uh, standing at attention in formation as he starts walking up and down the line, giving orders to all these guys. And, uh, and actually, he's going he's gonna to break them up in teams of two. So, so uh, every two men will be working together as they're going to start uh, uh, moving through the ship and uh and checking uh all the different uh, compartments what do you guys want to do during this search i kind of want to lie low how many passengers are there roughly? really as far as um non-military and non-bancora crew it's just you guys Oh, okay. I thought there were. I thought there. Were, yeah, for some reason, I had the impression that there were some more. It's not normally a passenger. I, I may have. Either. I may have implied there were more, but yeah, I think it's going to be just easier if it's just. It's just you guys, and it's Bancura crew, and it's military. Introduce the cast of characters. Yes. Uh, well, I'll be. I will be lingering near Captain Gerling while this is this is going on. 
Uh, yeah. So, uh, girling, uh, so the, the soldiers are billeted in, uh, cargo hold one. Uh, but, uh, the captain and, uh, in his right hand man, uh, a Lieutenant, uh, they've kind of staked out an area up on the top deck, uh, near cargo hold one as kind of like their, their little HQ, if you will. And, uh, so he's gonna, he's gonna be kind of, um, uh seeing the the search from there so so he's you're welcome you know there's like a chair that he's they've pulled a, a camp chair you know something that the soldiers carry with them that uh he he pops that chair out and offers it to you so you can hang out with them yeah i'll um, I'll, I'll just i'll just sit there and smoke i'm not gonna interject to really get in their way but okay i will just and, be uh, present and listening so phoebe's gonna kind of be kind of hanging out with uh uh Captain uh, Captain Gerling and, and his lieutenant um, Hoptman was going to be kind of laying low, laying low in your I'm cabin, gonna, laying low uh, just outside. I'm going to the uh, rear of the vessel with my uh, knife and my wooden elephant, and I will try to improve it, stripping off bits of wood and letting them into the sea. Okay. Oh, good. You can uh, make another uh, whittling attempt. Uh, Ramachandran, uh, what are you going to be doing while the uh, soldiers are breaking up two by two by two to go and do some uh, searching? Um, I'm uh, still just going to deliberately keep a low profile. Um, I've spent enough time in both India and in England to know that when it comes to matters like this, um, it's best to keep out of the way of soldiers or policemen while they are looking for potential suspects, um, particularly if you're the only well-spoken brown-skinned man out. Mm. So um, I'm, I'm attempting to be uh, as discreet as possible whilst maintaining sort of um, obvious social contact with the other members of the of the group as a sort of protective shield but um, I haven't done anything wrong but I don't think that would necessarily protect me if someone decided to throw allegations against me. Why would that protect you exactly? Uh, Mr. Crane uh, I'm, going so to, the... I'm going to join uh, Mr. Reiner at the back end of the ship, just to sit and smoke and sit quietly. Okay. Um, I have, I have some slight suspicions that uh, Doctor Snow seemed to be rather reluctant to entertain the idea that there could be a murder aboard the ship. Uh, if there's not a murder, well, then everybody's fine. If there is a murderer, we need to find him. I'm surprised that he was not concerned with that at all. It's hard to, uh, uh, I'm uh, glad that you mentioned this to me. I th it is easy to think that perhaps he is simply protecting himself uh, as a professional man. And yet, if there was any cause for concern that there was a murderer on a vessel, I would think that uh, one would entertain that matter seriously. And as we said, I think you were very uh, clear. One doesn't hang oneself and then set a fire. 
No, as it as it happened, the fire almost ruined the hanging. So, oh, yeah. no, no, I didn't think of that at all. The the uh, fire could have snapped the sn the, the 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 rope before he died, and he could. It, it, it eventually did. So, um, uh, and but who I'm would sure it's probably just arrogance. This is most likely, and I don't know where this man is from. And I can understand arrogance. I probably know more about tea than the Pope knows about the Bible. And Major Barnes, what will you be doing while the uh, soldiers are searching the vessel? I would like to um, be close to sickbay to kind of, uh, if, if there's like a deck chairs or anything like that nearby where the sickbay is, I'd like to purposely kick back, read a book, maybe The Voyage of the Beagle, something like that, and keep an eye on who goes in and out of there. But just sort of lay low, just reading a book. Okay. All right. Uh, so you guys can all do that. The uh, The search of the ship, because the soldiers are going to be uh, pretty thorough, it's going to take a couple of hours uh, for them to uh, fully... Uh, do the searching that they want to do, and then uh, report back to uh, Captain Gerling. Um, so, uh, if there's if there's no objections, I'll move forward two hours uh, to where the search has been completed. Um, so, with no objections, the uh, the you guys have been watching as the soldiers have been coming back and making reports uh, back to Captain Gerling. And uh, after the last pair return, um, they have nothing to report. They were not able to uh, find the uh, what. Uh, and they spoke to every member of the crew hmm. and uh, and they came up without a pocket watch or any other uh, obvious evidence that they would, uh, since they didn't really know what they were looking for beyond a pocket watch, nothing else leapt up out at them uh, as far as what they, they may think is involved with this uh, possible murder. And those of us at the back of the vessel didn't see anybody or anything tossed into the chopping sea. Correct. Um, that's one of the reasons I chose the back, even though it's smokier. I was hoping to see evidence being discarded if such a thing could happen. Um, uh, did uh, the captain summon us to say, hey, you guys are just wackadoos or? Uh, yeah, so uh, the two hours have passed. And so now you can kind of see uh, that Captain Gerling is uh, kind of signaling, you know, kind of waving his arm to uh, catch all of y'all. And, and, uh, and he says, uh, uh, why don't we go in and meet with uh, Captain McLean and, uh, and just kind of, uh, I'll let you know what my men have found. And as you regroup with McLean, uh, again, at the bow of the ship, just to kind of keep everything uh, 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 the same, uh, Gerling uh, reports that his men found nothing, no evidence, uh, and that 
there was there was no there was no evidence of foul play that they could discover. Well, I... and Gerling stands by the efficiency of his men. Well, I didn't find anything. I, I definitely I definitely feel much safer that you've that you've had them check the ship. Uh, thank you. I certainly think that uh, you've you've done a, a marvelous job. That's uh, you're far more of an authority than any of us are. And you can see he stands very tall with uh, with the mention of you know uh, a note of pride for his men. Did you um, did you have a com- the whole company of your men searching the ship? Uh, probably about half of the company. Yeah. Mm. Did you consider that if one of them was the murderer, they could have gotten rid of the evidence? Uh, I must say, Mr. Crane, am I hearing you correctly? Are you I'm saying not that anyone? I'm saying but... that somebody on board this ship, most likely a new person, somebody who hasn't been in your company very long or somebody who hasn't been on the ship's crew for very long is most likely the murderer. I can assure you that uh, my men have have stayed where, uh, where they have needed to be billeted. Uh, there's been uh, you know, no liberties aboard the uh, vessel. Uh, in fact, it's only now after the fire and, and the uh, unfortunate accident that uh, we uh, that I established a, a perimeter of guards, but uh, yes, I, I'm I'm quite confident that uh, all of my men were in the uh, cargo hold one when the fire began in cargo hold two. Well, then I don't think that we I don't think that we have any reason to doubt you at all. So. He and and uh, Gerling stands there and he and he uh, puts his hands behind his back and he kind of begins to rock on his on his feet on his heels and he says, "Your evidence was quite compelling and 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 thus you know we conducted this uh, search but I'm afraid I I think I need to side with the, the doctor I as bizarre as this was I I think it may have been a suicide i think we need to to consider the possibilities that as bizarre as it is that sometimes a rose is just a rose or a murderer is very clever and he yes, gets away yes with it. well i i i am sure that uh that captain girling's men uh did did, you did, check, did a thorough did you job check all of our belongings well, certainly we we have we checked every every compartment to include your own. Good. That's a relief to me, actually. And not that I do not trust my new friends, but um, this situation is extremely challenging. Could there be a stowaway on board somewhere? Well, they've they have hiding just in the searched- Search the entire ship. Well, there was one compartment that had mostly our birds, and there's one that has mostly soldiers, and one that had mostly the luggage. 
uh, yeah, materials. And that was the one that had a fire. Is there any extension of that place that has not been investigated, I wonder? Yes, if there was someone else that we did not know aboard this vessel, that would explain something. You know, quite honestly, I'm, 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 I'm not so distressed as I was before. I think perhaps we should just leave it in your authority. And, uh, and if there is a murderer, he's going to get away with it. If there's not a murderer and he committed suicide, in the long run, it doesn't really impact any of our lives. Yeah, and he could have, if he was so mad, he could have thrown his watch over the side of the ship before he hanged himself and then set himself on fire. It's a terrible tragedy. Hanged himself and then set himself on fire. That's That's interesting. where I have the difficulty. This is where I have the difficulty. Light himself on fire, then hang himself, or hang himself, then light himself. He jumps off the chair and then flicks the match with his teeth. Well, did we find how How the fire... You said there was an accelerant, but how was the fire ignited? Was a kerosene lamp kicked over? Was a match thrown, as you say? Well, uh, Fuller's body did have a box of matches in his pocket. Yeah, uh, which is preposterous. I mean, his half of his skin was uh, melted into the garments he retained. The, 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 for me, I found the paper in the hand very convincing because why would he hold on to something? Did Huey hear any screaming at all? You do not recall hearing any screaming. Well, if he was hanging, then he wouldn't be screaming, but... But yeah, he wasn't killed by the fire. He was killed by the hanging. (sighs) If I yanked you over the edge of the ship for the noose, you wouldn't scream. If you're going to murder somebody, why not throw the body overboard? Well, this is this has been a uh, a lovely conversation. Um, uh, we're going to be in. I believe I will excuse myself. Uh, Forgive me. Thank thank you, everyone, for your help. Uh, And and thank all your men for me, Gerling. They've they've done an excellent job. You've led them very well. Thank you. And he he nods and says, "Well, it was our pleasure. We want you to feel safe and secure." Well, I, I definitely do now. Thank you. And then uh, with uh, Erling says, well, I believe uh, we shall retire. And uh, he nods to uh, uh, Captain uh, McLean, to uh, the rest of you gentlemen, and he turns to leave. And uh, McLean, um, again, he he's a mountain of a man, but you can kind of see that he's he's got a soft side and, and concern. And, uh, and he says... He addresses you guys and, and says, I, I have to admit, I'm, I'm puzzled. I, I believe uh, that, the, that the circumstantial evidence points to foul play, but we just don't have any hard evidence. I, I guess, as difficult it is to believe, I... I guess it could have been 
suicide, but one most foul indeed. Uh, Captain, you look like the kind of a man who likes to get his hands uh, in the working parts of a ship. You probably know this ship better than anyone. You know every square inch of it, inside and out. And he, and, and, he, and he curls his huge hands and kind of looks at him. You can kind of see the white scars all over his hands. And he goes, yes, I'm quite familiar with this vessel. Have you considered are there any places aboard this ship where a stowaway could hide and come out at night when nobody's looking? Somebody who might have caused a fire in the, the hold. I mean, what madman lights a fire on a ship while we're at sea, that's an insane thing to do. It is quite insane. But it could have been the death of us all. Yeah, it could have been. But you said that he's been having uh, uh, ill dreams and, 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 and lack of sleep. I, I would dare say I, I have heard that sleep deprivation has driven men to do uh, far more insane things. But it, there could be a few places that the soldiers may have overlooked. I will, I will definitely uh, check the rest of the ship myself. Well, to say what you just said there, quite honestly, the reason why we're all aboard the ship is because we've all been having sleep deprivation. And we're all heading towards Calcutta, towards an answer. So don't rule us out either as possible well, I, suspects. He, and, and you can see... Uh, uh, like a different light has kind of turned on in, inside his eyes and he says yes well I shall keep that in mind good day to you and uh, he turns and you can see that he heads not for the bridge but he's starting to go down below deck uh, probably to do that uh, extra little bit of detailed searching that uh, it's possible there may have been a couple of you know nooks and crannies that uh the soldiers may have missed. Yes, Captain, if you uh, would welcome a company as you look for these few places, I would be interested to see where they sure. are. Sure, absolutely. Come on aboard. Thank you very much. Uh, and so you can see, um, does anybody else want to join uh, uh, McLean? Definitely not going to crawl around inside the bowels of the ship. <laughs> Okay, so uh, just Herr Hauptmann. Yeah. What right. was Mr. Ramachandran's up to? He seems rather quiet. I will join you, Mr. Crane. Oh, hello, Mr. Ramachandran. Ah, oh, um, good day to you. Um, um, how, how, are, how are you? Oh, I'm well, thank you. Um, did, did they find out much? Not much. I'm afraid the murderer is going to get away with it. Oh dear. Yes, it would seem that when we, when we dock in Calcutta, um, that would be an end to the matter. Well, it seems more and more like there's either a secret person aboard the, the ship, or, or one of us is the murderer. Well, it would seem logical that if we're looking for the, the watch and the, and the murderer had the watch, then as, 
as soon as they knew that uh, a search was underway for it, the, the watch would have gone overboard. Indeed. Now, uh, it's probably best just to let them continue to do their investigation. If they do anything at all, if they can't find anything, then certainly we wouldn't be able to find anything. There must be more to it. It, it would be a bit bizarre, a murder just to steal a watch. Well, let's see the last person to have seen Mr. Um, um, alive. Fuller. Mr. Fuller alive would have been uh, Phoebe. <clears throat> Just before the fire broke out, did any of us see Phoebe? Well, I think we were all in our rooms, weren't we? If one of us saw Phoebe just before the fire broke out, then somebody was sleeping with Phoebe. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think it could be Phoebe. This is a ridiculous proposal. Um, It's not even a proposal. It's just a fact that she was the last one. Um, Deeply ominous, gentlemen. We all saw the watch. There must have been more to it than just the watch. I, 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 it doesn't make any sense to murder someone just to steal a watch. No, no, you just steal the watch, take the watch, and leave. Yeah. Well, there's nowhere to leave, but you could but plan all, your. All the, all the watch references is is the same dream that we've all been having. The blue elephant and the message in Hindi, in Sanskrit. His, his blue elephant was, was perfection. He, he did an amazing job with that. And he was able to concentrate well enough to do it. I work on some rather de- delicate art forms myself, but uh, boy, I just couldn't, the eye strained, the, uh, the concentration, I, I didn't have it. I haven't been able to focus for over a month. Well, it'll all be over. Tomorrow we'll be in Calcutta and this whole business will be behind us. We don't ever have to find out what was going on or anything. It's not our business anymore. I can't help but feel that it is my business, though, Mr. Crane. That gentleman took pains to to introduce himself to us and he he shared an experience with us. In in, in my culture, such things are, are, are rarely coincidental. You're thinking that we met on for a reason. The universe is trying to tell us something. Very much so, yes. Uh, I, I, I try to look at these things with a rational mind, but um, the coincidence. I'm sure is you must understand that 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 India does not does not always obey the uh, the dictates of of, of, of logic. There are there are many odd things in in this country. Yes, and uh, I do not think that uh, Western rationalism completely explains them all. Are any of you armed? It's in in luggage. I've. Nothing on me, though. Oh, no. 
you're traveling to a dangerous foreign country and you, you're not armed. It, it doesn't mean anything. It's just dangerous. For, well, if, if you'll forgive me for saying so, Mr. Crane, I'm traveling from a foreign country. Yes. But all of our criminals live in uh, palaces and uh, and manor houses. <laughs> Quite so. So while you gentlemen are uh, having your conversation, uh, Herr Hauptmann is uh, traveling with uh, Captain McLean as they begin to go uh, deep into the bowels of the vessel. Um, and uh, as they, uh, so as you're getting into the, to the low levels, it's, it's, it's incredibly hot. Um, the, uh, the engines um, you know, the heat kind of vents through this area and it's just, it's quite unbearable. Um, so, uh, the captain, uh, pulls off his outer shirt and he's just got his, uh, uh, his undershirt on and, uh, and he just kind of, kind of starts kind of crawling through this area as he starts to, uh, low crawl through a, a, a space and he says, you know, there is an area uh, back over here. Let me go and check and see if there's anything or anyone uh, hiding out uh, back in here somewhere. Uh, uh, okay, and I should stay here and wait for you? or uh, Well, there's a matching one on the other side. Why don't you uh, uh, save time? Uh, oh. You get under that piece of equipment and start crawling uh, towards the port side and uh, and you'll see there'll be a little gap back in there um, honestly I, there shouldn't be anything over there but just in case uh, it's the only thing I can think of as far as um, as far as anything happening you know as far as somebody hiding a place someone could hide so I cr uh, behind this and I have to stay from this wheel right I have to stay yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you'll have to get down on the floor, crawl through there, and then it'll turn and go up. And there, there, there's a pocket back up uh, behind the wall over there. You can go check. Yeah. Uh, be careful; that equipment's really hot, uh, yeah, so you might get there's possibility of some burns. Uh, last night, also. All right, I'll try. Uh, so, give me a uh, dexterity, um, and. Uh, I don't think this is going to be, I don't think this will be uh, uh, terribly affected by uh, sleep deprivation. So just give me a dexterity test, uh, normal, uh, no yeah, penalty die. I'm just crawling. So 41 is good. It's, it's, only, it's only okay. Yeah, great. Uh, so you kind of get in there and, uh, and you can tell, uh, yeah, there's some, there's some uh, ventilation and, uh, and some like, um, uh, hot water piping or something going on in here. So there's some areas where you could you could get some serious burns if you're not careful. Uh, but you you know skim your way through and um, and you find a space that you're able to kind of stand up in. And uh, you get up in there and and you're able to walk to and fro a little bit in there. But uh, yeah, it's it's empty. Do you find uh, there's no there's not a coil of rope. No coil of rope. Uh, yeah, you find nothing uh, in there. Um, 
so yeah you just you and you you got filthy and and hot and you're sweating uh but uh yeah it's just uh nothing in here so i try to trace my way back to where we parted okay something on the other side Yep, so you're going to have to kind of get back down and kind of start crawling through again. Give me another dex test uh, to get out without burning. Nope. Uh, I've got an 81 on my 50. Sounds like that's too much that you don't want to spend luck on. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty extreme. Okay. Um Take one hit point of damage uh, as uh, as you were crawling around. Your your shoulder lifted up, and and yeah, yeah. A, a scalding hot pipe, and so you got a bit of a uh, of a burn on your exposed shoulder. Right, and that nice shriek that you make when you suddenly yeah, exactly. Shirt. Ah! Yep, and so you come out from this equipment, right? Um, and you know, sweat is pouring down your face, sweat is in your eyes, right? And so you're having to, you know, to blink your eyes and just, you know, kind of clear your vision, right? Because, uh, you know, you can't see a thing with all that, uh, 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 dirt and sweat getting in your face. Um, and so as you come out from that equipment and you stand up, um, Captain McLean is uh, is standing there nearby. He's not really standing. He's actually kind of um, seated back, uh, like his like he's just kind of uh, resting up against a piece of equipment, and uh, and he's just got this like this dull, um, this dull look on his face, like like he's just you know like he's not there. uh he, he's he's slumped onto something you said yeah he's just kind of he's kind of he's not standing erect like like he's standing up he, he's right. he's kind of leaned up uh seated half seated on a piece of equipment his back is kind of leaning up against a piece of equipment. nothing nothing hot and burning he's just you know leaned up against a piece of equipment um and uh and he's just kind of sitting there slack jawed and uh and eyes eyes are glazed and not really focused on anything and he's wearing probably black or dark blue pants and a white shirt yep and he's got you know some grime and oil on him all yeah all over him even but more no so obvious. now because he he did a similar crawl that you did right but no obvious blood no blood he's just kind of sitting there uh I, I want to go up to him, but not quite grab him because we're both very hot and sweaty. Uh huh. Um, but my my hand near his shoulder, uh, Captain McLean, did you find something? And he kind of has that that effect where he kind of, you know, kind of shakes his head, and his eyes uh, seem to to focus on the here and now, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh he he closes his mouth you know he's kind of slack jawed he closes his mouth and and he and he looks left and he looks right he looks around and and says what blue blazes am i doing here what what are we doing in the bowels of the ship 
Ah, uh, Captain, it's very hot down here. Let's go upstairs and we'll discuss it. Please, please, yes. And uh, and so... And I'll uh, give him a shoulder to help him get out of this area. And yeah, he, he, he stands up. Again, he's a, he's a mountain of a duty. He, he stands up and kind of, you know, cracks his neck and, and goes, oh, and kind of shakes off, you know, like, you know, shaking off... Uh, something right he's just kind of and uh uh and then he starts climbing the ladder and starts getting out of here so and yeah you guys you guys are back up on the deck good uh does he seem to be uh compass mentis when he's in the fresh mist yeah once you guys get uh topside uh he kind of you know shakes out his shirt and uh, and looks around. And he says, "Well, I looks like the uh, soldiers have completed their search. Um, all right, uh, I'm gonna get back on the bridge." Well, I'm sorry. One moment, Captain. If you if you will, um, you see how this um, schmutz, this filth on my. It's because we were uh, under the it, it, under the in the guts of the ship. Both Why? of us, you and I. Because we think there might be someone stowed away. And it is very troubling to me that you find, I mean, and I actually, you know, you see, I got this burn from a steam pipe. It's a very small space and you were in a similar space. And when you came out, you were, uh, how do you say? Um, you were not uh, clearly thinking. Yeah. It, it, I'm sure it's just the, the, the venting, the gases down there, the, the heat, the yeah. steam. It, uh, it can do a number on you, you know, if you're, if you're not uh, seaworthy. Um, no. Just, no. Uh, you know, it's... get some rest, and I'm sure you'll feel better in the morning. Uh, thank you. I'm sure I will. I, but also, you do not remember being there. Is that right? I uh, and give me a psychology roll. This is uh, your again the um, the sleep deprivation is going to be wearing on you on this. So yeah, your mental Impossible. faculties. I actually got a twenty nine for thirty one. Oh, that's psychoanalysis. That's not psychology. I couldn't possibly make it. Um, yeah. No. 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 Yeah, so you're not sure. It's hard to read him, um, uh, but uh, he's like, "Yeah, um, no, everything's everything's fine." Um, yeah, so get some good night rest, and uh, we'll be we'll be in. in sorry, John, you got cut off there for a second. Oh, I'm we'll, sorry. We'll he, uh, the captain, uh, you know, he's hard to read. Uh, due to your role, and uh, and he just kind of, he kind of, you know, waves it off and says, uh, "It's everything's fine," and uh, and I'm sure you'll feel fine in the morning as well. Uh, why don't you go get some rest? We're going to be in Calcutta in the morning. Uh, thank you, Captain. Uh, you sleep well, also, please. And he he stretches and cracks his neck and and kind of starts, you know shuffling off for his cabin uh so i have to look for my uh compatriots okay uh, like, Rhino, over here 
Mr. Crane. Um, and is everyone together? Is Phoebe there? Yeah, is yeah. Uh, R- Ramachandran? Yeah. yeah. Reiner, where have you been? You look. Filthy. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I don't know what. I don't know whether I am. I don't know whether I should go and see Dr. Snow because I have a, a burn here that I'm a little concerned about. But it was through my shirt. I don't think it, it was just a steam pipe or something. But I went uh, into one side and the captain went into the other side and he came out and he did not seem like himself. He well, did, did not did, remember where we had been. Have, have you, did, did you check the other side that he went down? No, I didn't even think to do so. It's, it's, uh, it's Could he have bumped his head? That uh, is not unreasonable. It's a very small space and he's such a well, I, man. Well, I, I, I don't know. Given everything that's going on, I, I, I would feel safer if, if, it, if, if we checked. I'll, I'll, I'll go. Oh, please. No, 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 I am. I am. No, 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 I am. I think, I think I can do it. Um, and Phoebe's pretty small. Uh, she's size 45. So Maybe geez. if we take uh, extra water and people move maybe in a chain. It was just, I went on one side and he went on the other side. And I came out, I found nothing except, uh, you know, filth. Well, from the way uh, you describe it, I don't understand the logistics here. How could Miss Lockhart climb through a a tight space on her knees while wearing a dress. I have, I have. Well, nobody said that you had the watch, Mr. Crane, if that's what you were thinking about. I might be able to assist. As, as, you, as, as you can see, I am, I am myself rather a, a slight chap with a size of 40. Oh, my character, my character isn't saying that. Either of you should easily get through there, for the captain was a gigantic man, and he made it back there. I bumped myself, and I'm, you know, just some regular-sized guy. I'll, I'll go. I'll well, let's go. all go together. Let's get some. Let's get uh, Three. coffee and uh, water or tea and well, wine. I, 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 I don't want to wait. I mean, if there was something. Oh, Something I, back there. I wouldn't want to. I, I I don't even know what would be back there that would leave. But I. Uh, all, all I can say is that uh, the captain came out very confused. He didn't even realize where he was. So I don't know if that's a, a hump, a hump on the head, or. Did Did you hear him yell out or a, a thud? Oh, there was a cry. No. We, well, both we both came out. Well, maybe he saw something shocking. Show. Yes, well, show, please show 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 me where where it is. Yes, time is wasting. Let's go. And then Ramachandran and I can uh, flip a coin or something. See who gets the the honor to <laughs> to go. All right, uh, Hoptman is able to guide you guys down to the deep deep bowels of the ship and the engine area here is 
incredibly loud, incredibly hot. The humidity is incredible. You know, you you begin sweating uh, the moment you come down here, and your clothing is beginning to stick and cloy to your skin. Um, and uh, Hoffman says that way, and uh, McLean, Captain McLean, he went that way. Okay. Well. <clears throat> Well, Ramachandran, uh, which of us shall it be? Please, I hope it will be uh, I, both in some direction, right? So if there is a, a, a danger, someone will come out. Okay, well, we will. Let's go together then. Um, I, I am, um, if anything, the smaller of we two. Um, perhaps I should lead. It seems oh, yes. like the yes, thing you... to do. I'll stay at the juncture where it splits. I stayed above steps. I'm not going <laughs> down into the bottom. Okay. I shall. I shall start off. Um, have I? I mean, have I been given um, directions? Yes, uh, as best to your ability, uh, Hoptman said, you know, I, I had to go under this hot equipment, uh, you know, uh, you know, a certain day, and I was able to kind of go up, and so, you know, if it's like that, it'll be mirrored over here, and so you have a rough idea uh, on how to get over into that area if it exists over there, if okay. it's an area similar to what uh, Hoptman had on his side. Yeah, with that in mind, I shall push on. Okay. Uh, so uh, give me a dex roll. Um, this will not be affected by your uh, sleep deprivation, uh, just to kind of belly crawl your way under this hot equipment. And I believe uh, Phoebe is going to follow, so yes. she can also do a, a dex roll and, as well. And a 44 I, is a pass for me. Okay. I rolled a 45, which is also a pass for me. Okay, uh, so you guys uh, crawl your way under, and uh, and there are some incredibly hot steam uh, pipes uh, just inches from you. Uh, but as you crawl through, you find a uh, a small uh, hollow area uh, between uh, this equipment and uh, and the what is clearly the uh, outer hull of the ship. Uh, you're clearly uh, below uh, sea level, right? You're below the waterline. Uh, and so as you guys uh, kind of crawl around in here, um, uh, you know, there is a little bit of dim lighting from, uh, from the ruby glow of uh, one of these uh, steam pipes. Um, but uh, there is a, uh, a small metal box uh, on the floor at the far back side of this little uh, hollow that you're in. Uh, Is it what, um, locked? What, yeah, what do you make of this? Uh, so it is a uh, it's a small box. Um, it's quite decorative. Uh, it's a uh, it looks like it's um, uh, got like a Indian style um, decorations. Nothing. Um, you know, uh, in fact, uh, uh, Mr. Ramachandran, uh, it it just looks very uh, touristy. You know, like it's a it's a uh, a tin for uh, tobacco, right? It's a tobacco tin. 
so as you and the lid it doesn't it's not a hinged lid or anything like that it's it's piece box and so uh you pull the the top lid off and uh, and so inside this uh, small box I, i'm assuming you open it yes 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 okay. Uh, so you, you pull the the uh, top off, and uh, and inside uh, is a uh, is a small uh, black uh, book and a uh, pocket watch with a blue elephant on it. My God, I'll be damned. Um, can I look at the uh, the book? Okay. I want to find somewhere with better light and less heat, so that thing doesn't burn up. I'll I'll just um, I'll I'll just move it into the the glow of the. Uh, Reiner, you're muted. I'll move it into the glow of the pipe to see if I can see make out what's written in it a little. Um. Uh. Is Arabic one of your languages? It's, sorry, you cut out there. Is, is what one of it is Arabic one of your languages? Um, uh, no, of course not. I'm a gentleman. Why would I speak Arabic? Of course not. Um, so it's in a uh, it's in a language that you think, uh, just due to the scripture, you think is Arabic, um, but you don't know what it says. Well, let's let's get out of here. Let's show this to the others. Yes, let's um. Well, let's 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 put this all back in the tin and take the whole tin with us. That seems the the best idea. All right. So the uh, book and the watch go back into the tin, and you guys begin to crawl out. Uh, please give me dexterity tests on your way out. I say, dashed hot down here. What? Oh, 100. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, she had a lovely 50, face. 58 out of 60. Oh, good. All right. Um, I've, si I've singed an eyelash uh, or something. <laughs> um, I want Ramachandran to give me a luck roll. Forty which is a pass with a pass. I will let you choose. Uh, were you exiting first or were you exiting second? Um, well, it would be rather ungentlemanly of me to be crawling around in a confined space behind a young lady um, in, in that way. So I would have been exiting first. Okay. Uh, so you exit first, and uh, so with uh, Phoebe trailing behind you, um, she's trying to crawl out, uh, but uh, she's not an experienced you know, soldier and doesn't really know how to do a, a, a low-body uh, belly crawl out. And instinct, just instinct, uh, her body took over, and she, she lifted up, because you did roll a, a hundred. Is that what I heard? Unfortunately, that is correct. Okay. Uh, so as you were uh, crawling out, you hunched up your back 
and you just laid your spine on a steaming hot vent pipe, lose three hit points, and I want you to um, reduce, permanently reduce your dexterity by 10 points. <gasps> ah! um, and you, <laughs> Just... are, you are screaming bloody murder and can no longer move. Um, and uh, gentlemen, what are you going to do? Um, all, all, I, in fact, I need everyone, not Phoebe, I need everyone else to make a sand roll as you smell Phoebe's flesh cooking uh, on the underside of this machinery. Everyone make a sand roll. I don't, I don't smell it up on my butt there. Oh, 99. Oh. Back, back on form with yesterday. Lose, <laughs> lose one sand if you fail this. Uh, uh, yeah, if you fail the sand roll, lose zero if you're successful. I rolled a two. Did I get somehow more sane? <laughs> if you Phoebe. eat, if you eat the cooked flesh, maybe you can have more sand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what are we going to do? Phoebe is uh, barbecuing under here. God, I'll try to uh, make my way over there to to try to assist. Uh, dear God, what's going on down here? Okay, make a make a dex test. All right. Uh, oh, 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 hundred, no, too many zeros. Oh my God. Uh, Major Barnes in his, in his uh, <laughs> gust and zeal in order to try and help Phoebe, he lays his open hand right on a steam pipe as well. And, and that will be a loss of three hit points and also a permanent loss of 10 dexterity as your hand cooks to it and and of course because it is your hand and you're on the outside um major barnes pulls back and and there's like like um uh stringy stringy uh cheese um flesh is just and as it's on the pipe i need everyone not phoebe because she's underneath and can't see this i need everyone else to make sand roll from seeing uh major barnes cheesy flesh being pulled off this pipe. Oh, pause. That I failed, but I've actually got the uh, wartime dispensation for corpses. Um, so it might be, be moderated. That'll be corpses, and, and Dr. Uh, Major Barnes isn't dead yet, nor did yes. he die from a, a military thing. This is completely different, so still lose one for failure of uh, this sand roll, or lose zero if you were successful. I, I, I did lose... Uh... I was, uh, so so now Major Barnes is out. He there's he's there's nothing he can do. He's his left hand is holding his right hand uh, that is nothing but but raw hamburger meat, uh, and uh, Phoebe is still cooking underneath. Is anybody going to try and help her? Oh, uh, um, well, uh, Mr. Ramachandran uh, was in front of Phoebe. Yes. Yeah, he's out. Uh, Major Barnes raced in after Phoebe. Ethan uh, to try I'm, and help her and reach in, and he grabbed a pipe by by in his zeal. I'm Can we get outside. back in I'm, to help Phoebe while Major Barnes is in there? Is there enough space? No, I uh, yeah, he's off to a side. First. I, to, I think I have to drag Barnes out by his feet. I basically they all go in. 
then I hear her scream, then I hear him scream, and I see his feet. Uh, so I grab he, him by the feet. He's not under. He's not under. He's off to the side. He was squatting down and touched something, so he's still on the outside, and he just kind of, he's, he's off to the side now. So somebody can still reach under and grab Phoebe. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just yank him up by the feet. I think that should be yeah, so Barn, Barnes is out of the way, but if someone well, wants I'm, to help I'm, Phoebe... I'm, I'm going to help. I, I, I want to help Phoebe. Out all right, then make I, a dex I, I test to help Phoebe. And... Oh, dear. Oh, should I change dice? Does that ever help? Oh, seven. Oh, fantastic. You That's reach in extreme. and dream. Yes, you're able to pull Phoebe out and... Uh, you I know, take a chug of Gingold and yeah. my arm <laughs> extends to an incredible length. Uh, okay, uh, so um, so yeah, Phoebe is pulled out. Uh, Phoebe's unconscious. Uh, uh, Major Barnes is, is about to fall unconscious. Um, what do you guys, you know, do you guys just kind of start body carrying these p- folks out? And who has the uh, the metal box? Who has the tin I, box? I have the box. Okay. And, and we need to um, get, get these two to, to the doctor. How far is Crane hiding? Is he just up on top of the steps or is he on deck? No, or... I, I never came down below. Ah. I'm, I'm still up there waiting for you to come out. Adventure. <laughs> I'm having some tea. Are you having tea on deck? Yes. All right. Um, right. Where we were before. All right. So we've got two injured parties. Yes. Um, Phoebe's out, so she can't take us to the infirmary. Well, you guys all know where the infirmary is. We all we all explored the and you you went there too with the body. You yeah, Hotman, you were there last night with the body. Right, right. Um, All right. So, uh, if uh, Mister Machanton, if you can hold on to Phoebe, uh, I will I will take this box to Mister Crane before I help Mister Bones, who can walk after all. It's just a you know it's a mobile injury i'll join you on the infirmary to see what we can do now, now i saw where you went down and i'm watching so as soon as you come up off the decks i'll immediately see you okay. yes uh, so I see you in distress then i'll do, 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 do. oh you'll help at last that sounds excellent well, you're, you're hurt um, i'm not hurt I'm a little, you know. uh, well, miss miss lockhart is hurt mr mr no. my god mr barnes is hurt what happened? Uh, it turns what? out that steamships are very hot. Uh, yes, and the inside. This, you found something. We found everything. Or half of everything. Well, and I, I sort of tuck the box here and I say, let's get her to the infirmary, please. Uh, Mr. Ramachandran, how about you? Are you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly all right. Thank you. But... Um, I, I fear Miss Lockhart is 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 is, is dreadfully in, injured. Uh, so you get Lockhart and you get uh, Major Barnes up to the infirmary, and uh, 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 Doctor Snow is there, and he's he's stunned by by the injuries. He's like, "My God!" and uh, and he goes, uh, "Were you in the engine room?" And he he pulls you guys in, and he he begins addressing he. 
some of the equipment that he has uh, in his uh, in his regular uh, infirmary is to treat burns. You know, uh, uh, engine uh, engineers do typically get burned, uh, and so he is prepared for this kind of thing. Although he 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 is muttering and saying, "This is the worst I've ever seen." Uh, I, I, none of the men have ever uh, uh, you know, laid their hand on one of those steam pipes or, or, or been foolish enough to crawl under one. Oh, this is crazy. And, uh, and he, had, he you know, addresses the, uh, the wounds. Um, and so uh, each of you uh, can receive one hit point back, uh, but your dexterities uh, are permanently reduced uh, by those 10 points. Uh, uh, yeah. So, I don't. I, I don't think I'll penalize in, uh, any uh, additional beyond that. But uh, yeah, uh, Major Barnes, your hand is uh, wrapped up, and uh, you're going to be left-handed for a while, uh, as your right hand is just thrumming. Uh, and uh, uh, Miss Lockhart, uh, your back is all bandaged up, and uh, you're going to have a hard time. Um, doing any kind of prolonged uh, like running and stuff. Walking is going to be, is even painful for you, okay? Yes. Also, the sex appeal you count on so thoroughly. Well, I'm still beautiful. Bird me in the... <laughs> <laughs> just not back here. Yes, right. just don't look, don't, don't look at my back. I, ha I have a, I have a, yeah, yep. Yep. Yeah, and that, be that that beautiful dress you had is is just all burned away as well. Um, so with that, you guys uh, go and 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 retire as best you can uh, to your cabins and uh, and try and and get uh, again as you bring this on end. You're going to try and get some sleep as best as possible. Uh, so we will draw this episode to a close there, and when next we meet, we'll start with another. Uh, sand check for sleep deprivation. Mr. Ramachandran, please uh, put that um, those materials someplace safe. I have a bomb too, just... Oh, you, I'm sorry, oh, Mr. Sorry. Crane, yeah. Yes. Yes, Alright, so Crane has that. Alright. Our players included Nick Swan, Stuart Lively, David Gasway, Morgan Llewellyn, and myself with John Hook as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Duty role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.